Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Your Health, Your Future, Your Choice. And we have Miss Marie here again, and um, this is going to be another fabulous, fabulous show. I hope you're all feeling the way I do and how many of the viewers and listeners do, that um, this is making small changes and adjustments in their life. Um, Marie is getting a lot more feedback. People are answering. Um, Stepping back and taking a look at what are we talking about? How does this affect your life? Does this affect me? Should I be paying attention to this? And the answer to all of those is yes, of course. So welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you back. I'm always happy to be here. So um, today's going to be listening from within. But before we jump into this, we've got feedback from the last show. We do. We do. Okay, so the first person... So they tried my meditation that I'm always pushing on everybody. Um, they felt like they didn't hear anything. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they get thoughts sometimes about things that they weren't thinking about, but they don't know what they're looking for when they do the meditation. I think that's a really good question. Yeah. So you're not necessarily looking for something at that moment. You're just opening the flow of energy to bring down information to you. Think mm -hmm. of it as... You know, there's the universe or God, whatever it is that you want to understand to be the whole force that's behind all of us. There should be a straight line to it, but there's not because of how we'll go into that into the show of why there's not a straight line to it. So you're trying to get a line to it by opening it up and then the information starts to trickle. Okay. So it's just a trickle down effect. What you can do is try to fine tune it instead of opening it to asking to see what you need to see about everything, say you're struggling with your spouse. Fine tune it, ask to see what you need to see about your relationship. Don't mm -hmm. say how to fix it or anything like that because now you're narrowing it. Correct. Because it could be you're the problem. It could be something else is the problem. Mm -hmm. It could be there, the problem. It could be there's no problem at all that people are just being people. So what will happen is if you narrow your focus with the meditation a little bit that way about asking to see what you need to see about a certain thing you're struggling with, might be the next day, might be two days from now. You just have this epiphany that you just all of a sudden stop in your tracks going, oh, really? That's what he thinks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he thinks that, but that's what he thinks. So it kind of blindsides you. You could be doing mm -hmm. the dishes. You could be just walking. It's usually when you're not thinking because as soon as you try, you're, you're, forcing de you're it. defeating the whole right. process. You're I need an answer. I need it now. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm on a time. Yeah. It's like the lady that goes to the but exercise club. When you're looking club. for an answer, there's only an energy line to getting something that you know to exist. Mm -hmm. Usually the answers are not something that you know to exist. Okay. Things come in all kinds of packages. So you Could need be to be a bumper open to sticker. it all. Yeah. Could be anything that's, yeah. Well, I, I've had a, a couple people say things like, uh, I'm driving along. And this number keeps popping up every time mm -hmm. I, I get to another yeah. road. There's a car with that number. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. And so it could be something as simple as that. A bump, like you said, a bumper sticker. Yeah. Um, it could be, it, uh, it could be anything. Someone was telling me the other day that they kept asking. And then all of a sudden a truck rode in front of them with a business name. That was the answer that they thought might be theirs. And then that morning, yeah, they got the message that morning. They didn't want to believe it. And then a truck rode by with the business name. And they were like, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it just kind of happens in synchronicities, but that's a whole nother show in itself. Right. 
Right. Okay. So like I said, just try to specify a little bit more, ask what you need to see about the problem versus more broad. Then you might pick up on the cues easier because you're looking for that situation. Okay. All right. Okay. And then another person said, I sat and laid my hands on a place that hurt, like we talked about, Mm -hmm. and they could feel heat and they felt a bit better, but they were not sure if they were making it up. So how do they know if they're right? That's a really good question. Did you feel better? Yeah. If you did, I think you answered your own question. But there's just such self-doubt in we society and exactly with ourselves. We want to know exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. We want to know exactly what happens. Does it matter? In the scheme of things, no. The longer you do it and just open, okay, it did help, and then you lay your hands again, you're going to start to see energy lines. The more you embrace the answer, the louder the next answer is. The more you start micromanaging it and trying to figure it out, the less you're going to hear because it doesn't come like that. It just flows. Mm -hmm. It's just like the river. It's just got like a little ripple to it that flows to you. And then you pick up on the cues and the next thing you know, it gets wider and wider and then you get more information. And then the puzzle starts coming together. Mm -hmm. But when you're first starting out, you just got to kind of go with it and if it feels better, do it again. Yep. Well, I know... um, when I first started trying to just sort of close my eyes and see the light, see the energy. And I remember telling you, there's no light. (laughs) Yeah, and that's okay too, because I don't really see light. Most people think they have to. There's no one way. That's my point. And so you have to see, feel, hear, I mean, I have a young eight, nine-year-old, and he lays on my table, and he has some learning disabilities and things like that. And one day I just asked him to close his eyes and tell me what colors he saw. And then he started yelling these colors in a row over and over again, and they were the chakra colors in order. And then I said, well, what happens if I put my hand here and I put green there? And he got mad at me, and he says, no, they have to stay in order. They have to stay in order. I've never seen the chakra colors. And his mother goes, what is he doing? I go, look up chakras, because she didn't know what they were. Mm -hmm. And then she looked at, and I said, what order are they in? She goes, how does he know that? I go, I don't know. (laughs) But I guess they're really there. I guess they're really there, because he could see them. Well, he he can see them, he can hear them, and he can listen from within. Yeah, so you don't know. Everybody's going to have a different experience, because we're all different. Mm -hmm. It's just like language. It's a different language coming through you. Wow. Okay, another person was, after your comment on the last show, you talked about someone being less reactive. I find myself sitting back and watching now, and I feel like I don't have to get my viewpoint in. Mm -hmm. She also sees that not having to push her view forward, she's actually seeing why the other person thinks the way they do. Oh. Versus just, yeah, versus just screaming and yelling, trying right. to get everybody to get the point, she's realizing there's a bigger story there. Right. There's there's a bigger issue, and it's not all about you or me. Right. That it's, everybody that's has a reason back. for why they mm-hmm. believe what they believe. Well, you can also, when you can identify it with one person, you might be able to identify it with yourself, but it also opens it up to, well, now how is that person interacting with them? And you can, you can look at all of them and see how they play off each other or annoy each other. Right. I, that's the best comment yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, she'll love that I put it out here. <laughs> uh, well, absolutely. Well, see, the whole thing is everybody's afraid to say something that they perceive could be wrong, but there really isn't anything wrong. I think the funniest part of her comment was she was sitting there with her husband and her stepdaughter, and she wasn't giving any opinion and the husband looked at her don't you have something to say she goes actually no 
I bet you he sat back and went, what? Yeah, because she's used to just going right in there. Mm -hmm. And they were just floored because she had changed her MO completely. Wow. that's And that's very, very hard to do. Mm -hmm. I've been working on the patience piece of that and not reacting, you know, when I told you that already or um, I just yeah. saw that. We just yeah. did that, which yeah. is really hard not to be reactive. And so I found myself going, okay, I don't know what to say. So I went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they looked at me is. and they're, what are you yeah, doing? what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, th I think the other thing is um, learning not to be negative about everything, that not everything a, is a problem. Nothing's a problem. It's just a situation that needs help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Needs so, some altering. It's a learn process. See, I'm learning. I'm right there with everybody it's else. It's not that it's not a problem. It's just not negative. It's just a right. problem to be solved, but not a negative problem to be solved because life is always going to handle stuff. Mm -hmm. It's how we react. Right. Yeah. And we don't need to react negatively. To we don't everything. need to shove back all the right. time. You can just take it in and go, um, not my problem, tie it in a bow and toss it out. That's my new thing. Right. I was putting it in the backpack and the backpack got too heavy. So go. I decided to wrap it in a ribbon and go, bye. Nice. <laughs> All right, listening from within. Yes. Why is it so hard? There's a lot of noise in the world. Literally, we've got too many electronics. There's a mm, lot of people. No, no. Okay. It's how we perceive life and how we perceive information and where it's supposed to come from. Hmm. Yeah. If you, hmm. if you look at successful business people, a lot of times they use intuition. It's just their gut speaking. Okay. So they know that this direction doesn't feel as good as that direction. Sometimes there's no logic for what they do. They just know that it's the right. So there's like a flow coming through them. Mm -hmm. And there's this radar that tells them go this way or that way. You know, so it's really hard for us to listen because we're not trained to listen. We're trained to use the knowledge we have here as what makes our decision base. So if we can get past that and know that that's a foundation, but there's so much more. Mm -hmm. And the more that you do the meditation of asking to see what you need to see, and then you get uncomfortable a little bit and challenge yourself, you're going to learn that. So what I'm hearing I'm, in that is that we have information that comes from outside, whether it's education or schools or opinions, et cetera, and we get too tied up with those and that we're not comfortable with with asking ourselves or sitting with ourselves and saying, well, how do I, All right, I'm let's gonna, pick something I'm easy. I'm gonna tell you my friend Heidi, I okay. love Heidi. And I think I talked about her once before that she was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Oh. And she was a diabetic since she was 10. She was in her 60s. And it was an aggressive form of cancer. And they told her that, you know, if she survived at all, it was going to go this way. And because of she's already starting to lose her sight, so she couldn't um, do the treatments the way they wanted her to, but she, they said she had to. Mm -hmm. So she did it once, and the steroids were making her so sick with her diabetes, she knew she wouldn't survive okay. if she did it that way. So she told them she wanted her treatments, her chemo treatments without the steroids. And they said, we don't do that. She goes, well, you, I need you to do that. She goes, we don't do that. And she says, I will be fine. So she had to literally beg them saying, I know I'm going to be fine. I know I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And finally, they just took the gamble on her and she was perfectly fine. 
but they wanted to know how did she know that? Because she knows her body, because her body told her, because she listened. Right. And all through her treatments, she did that, especially with her appointment times, other stuff that happened to her, to the point when she was done her treatments, she's now quite a few years out and still here with us, and still growing and learning and healing all different aspects of herself. They called her to Dana-Farber and a bunch of doctors sat with her and go, how did you know? They wanted to know because she was so confident and changing the way they did things and she knew she was going to be fine even though they were like I don't know because our methods say you have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. She knew the methods were killing her but she still wanted the pieces that were going to help her. Correct. And that's what I talked to everybody about about don't just stick with the alternative or the western because there's pieces everywhere for mm -hmm. all of us. You have to do what's best for you. And her only customize. answer to them was because I listened. That's how I knew. What did, how did they react to that? Did uh, she they ever say? crazy, but they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. They didn't know what to do with it because most people can't go there inside themselves. I've done the same thing for myself through my healing, and I have many clients now. It took them a while, and it's been trial and error, and people stay with me for a long time because there's baby steps. But once you start really connecting and you realize that even though you're... I have somebody in her 70s right now that is reversing time so much, and she's all in now because she can actually hear those messages and know what she needs to do. Whereas before it was like so uncomfortable, she was mm -hmm. going against the grain, she didn't want to do the things that her body was telling her to do. Now she's working out with a trainer, working out hard, she's making strides like I've never seen because it feels right now. She knows that it's okay, even though everything tells her not to from what she's read, it feels right for it her. It feels right for her. And, that, and yeah. I think that's something that, um, another thing that we're afraid of, we're afraid to say no we're uncomfortable with saying no, which is which plays into this, that no, I'd like this piece and this piece. Um, and I don't think through most of our lives we've actually tested that. Right. Which is part of it. We just go with the flow, and I think we so have to question it. The next thing is, what am I supposed to hear? Everybody thinks there's a supposed to. Some people think they're going to hear spirit guides talking to them. Some people think they're going to hear loved ones talking to them. For me... The energy is very, um, I can feel it. Like mm -hmm. if you walk into a room and you know somebody's upset before you even talk to them, you can just feel the, the thickness mm -hmm. or if you can feel someone's angry or, and I think from a young age, I was just really sensitive to my surroundings that I could feel if something wasn't right. So it comes in many packages and I'll tell you a funny story that happened to me about a package that I didn't listen because I just was so mad at it and didn't understand it. So this was probably about eight years ago. My husband and I were in the woods and we were going for a hike. And on the way there, I was really uncomfortable. And I saw myself in my mind going and learning how to shoot a gun. I never wanted to. I have mm -hmm. no inkling of wanting to. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I even thinking that? That's really mm -hmm. weird. So then we get there and we go for the hike and I just have this uncomfortable feeling. And I'm like... I don't know, it's been a while since I've been in the woods and whatever. So then I saw some big scat, but I don't think anything of it because we're in the woods and we're going on the trail. And then we start walking and I'm just getting anxious and I'm getting anxious. And then I see a tree that has all these scuff marks on it and it was a warm day in February, so I'm thinking maybe there's a bear or something. Mm -hmm. So now I'm getting nervous and I can just feel that negative energy pushing against me and pushing against me. And I'm like, now you're, because I can be a little crazy in the head, my, your brain is getting ahead of you. So then I said to my husband, did you bring a gun? And he goes, why did I, why did I bring a gun? Now I'm yelling at him because he didn't bring a gun. And he thinks I'm completely <laughs> lunatic. And then when negative energy gets in my space, I start to expel it. So you'll, 
and, and it, it's weird because even with my clients, if I'm clearing your energy, I'll blow. So now I'm standing there spontaneously blowing and I'm going, okay, what gives? And then all of a sudden we're taking the corner and I grab my husband back and go, oh my God, we're staring at a moose. We're like 10 feet and the moose is staring us right in the eyes. And they're big. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in a corner. Oh, no escape. And I'm like, now I'm total city girl. He's country boy. I'm like, what do we do now? <laughs> right? And he's like, we're going to walk back really slow. Okay. And if the moose starts charging, run behind a tree. And I looked at him, I go, that's all you got? <laughs> that's all you got? <laughs> and inside of me, I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, you idiot, you should have paid attention. Because something was telling you this wasn't safe. Mm -hmm. Because my, my intuition was on fire. And it's happened to me many, many times. But it's hard because if we wouldn't have run into the moose, I wouldn't have known it was right. Okay. Well, right. I see what you're saying. If, so you, people if you didn't have a time, conclusion to that. Right. Yeah. So people all the time, you might feel like you want to go a different way to work. And then all of a sudden you get stuck in traffic and you're mad. But if you didn't get stuck in traffic, you wouldn't know your gut was talking to you before you left the house. Correct. Because if you didn't do what your gut said, you'll never know and there's no verification. So mm -hmm. it's really hard to trust until you get that verification is the point of my story. Wow. It's really hard to trust. That's, that's pretty accurate. It's really it's, hard. Yeah. And it's never what we want it to be. Mm -hmm. That's the key. You know, there's so many t methods out there telling you that it should come a certain way. You should be able to hear it. And it just messes us up even more. It's just life playing out and things happening as life's playing out that you're feeling and sensing around you energetically. Because learning to listen from within is just being more present in your surroundings, feeling that energy flow from different spots. Gotcha. Yeah. And it wow. could be, you know... You talk to somebody like, for me, I had a little bit of a rough upbringing and there was some violence and things like that. We can sense things before they happen. Mm -hmm. So you talk to somebody like that, they've got really good intuition because they've had to for survival. You take someone else who's had an easier life, it's harder for them sometimes because they never had to be aware. Mm -hmm. Well, I know um, uh, myself that there's times that I'm supposed to go somewhere to an event or something and the red flags not literally red flags, but it's just like you said that I can't go. I can't go. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But your head keeps going, yeah, but you're supposed to. And you said this and you said that. But everything inside is going, no, no, no. Right. And we push through it when we actually should be stepping back and listening and trying to say, Am I, am I, af and the other thing is then we, we doubt ourselves and say, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. And then you get guilty. And then you mm -hmm. put all those, f they're not fake emotions, but fake obstacles and roadblocks on yourself. Right. Goodness. Right. So Goodness. it can come in any package. There's no one way to hear mm -hmm. it. Okay. And what are you supposed to hear? Mm -hmm. For me, always kind of seen myself doing things and have arguments with myself all the time. That's my process of what I hear. So I always know, like my son was always like that, where he always knew if his friends were doing something wrong, he couldn't be like a normal teenager because he would already know his intuition was so strong that he knew right from wrong out of the gate and mm -hmm. that things weren't right in a situation. So it made it harder because he couldn't just go be a teenager and be stupid. 
mm-hmm. because he had the caution. Yeah. Well, he knew. He just yep. knew. You know, he knew if someone was going to go off and do something, or he knew that that party wasn't going to turn out so well, yep. or he just knew, and it was really hard for him because he just wanted to go like everyone else and just be and have fun. Yeah, that's that's when you say, "Oh, can I just turn that part of my brain off for a little while?" Yeah, but and you, you can't. can't it's either it's, there or yeah. not. So mm-hmm. the more you listen, and everybody's different in how they hear. You know, I got people that it's totally a gut thing. They get like turning in their stomach, or they feel peaceful. Some like me, it's more the dialogue and the feelings on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I work with people, I see more the energy lines because I've been doing it for so long. But you're going to find your own process. Is my point. The more you do it, the more you practice that you're going to find your own process. Mm-hmm. I find intriguing, <laughs> as you've talk, been talking, about the energy lines, and that's completely foreign to me. So I need to, I need to go back uh, online on well, your website. And, and the energy lines are your lines to the whole, is what I call it. Okay. So think of it as, like, draw a big circle, mm-hmm. and that's all the information in the universe. And then take all these little strings, and it's us through generations and generations and generations and all the mistakes we've made over time. And then we're way at the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and none of that's been healed yet. So all that stuff clouds us. Okay. And as we heal, we get a stronger line to having all that information. But right now, we got to get through all the muck to get that to information. Get there. Okay. Everybody thinks it's this like powerful thing and that this thing is coming to you. It's already there. It's already you just there. You have to get back to it. Yeah. You just have to become you again mm-hmm. outside all the mistakes and the, and the disconnects everybody's made over time. It's almost like climbing a mountain. I'm seeing in my head just kind of climbing a mountain or those climbing walls where you just have to get to each one of those steps. Right. Safely. This is kind of what, okay, that makes a lot more sense so to me. So it's just a matter of, you know, <sighs> beliefs are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because beliefs stop us from being in what's happening around us. Okay. So it's kind of like, if you believe something so much, what's around you can't be true. Ah, and you're limiting yourself and you're closing yourself into a circle right. and you're not able. I have another family member who is more intuitive than I am, but his beliefs are so strong, he believes this is all the devil's work. <sighs> so he can't That's use sad. it for himself and mm-hmm. is healing now because... His belief tells him it's the devil's work versus it's just who he is. He's been like that since the day he was born. So beliefs mm-hmm. are dangerous in a way because they're, they're telling you what you should or shouldn't think. This is just going with where we're at and what you're feeling in a room at the, any given time and what you need for yourself. And then making a decision based and on that instead decision. of making the decision at the beginning. Right go through the process, expose right. yourself, allow that to happen, allow it to flow, and right. then make your decision. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the, the biggest cue with building your intuition and going within and listening is the more you do it and you act on it, mm-hmm. the more you're going to hear. Okay. The less you act on it, the less you're going to hear because you're creating a different reality. Gotcha. It's not that you're not being bestowed on it. You're just changing your thought process, saying that that's not real. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's exhausting. All I know is that when when this says or this says, go outside, I do. Yeah, and all you have to do is just be in what's happening in a room. That's it. Don't overthink it. But we have all this information inside of us. 
you know, we just can't use it because we already believe something else. Yeah. The key is to make a decision based on what's happening, not all your beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if it if you lay your hand and you feel heat and it feels better, but the doctor tells you it doesn't work, you're sitting there having a fight. Just go with, does it feel better or doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And that's going to keep growing. Yep. But as soon as you bring in what someone else tells you or something you read or something you believe, it taints what's actually happening here. Yeah. I mean, I had somebody working with somebody and her body's been getting better all the time and we opened her hip and she had more movement. I go, make sure they know that. She goes, I'm not telling them. Why? Every practitioner she's been to who she's tried to talk to about her body and everything, no, that's not real. No, that's not real. Because she doesn't want to get squashed. I go, but you need to know that it is because it is real. Mm. But people in society will keep squashing that you know that your hip's moving better and you know that you broke up some scar tissue on your knee and your ankle's moving better because they, they don't understand it. So it's, it's not part of the process. That's very sad. That's the world we live That's in. That's really sad. If you go, you explain like, it that like way. I told you last time, like we talked about the guy with the belly scarring yes. in his shoulder, and the physical therapist argued with him. It has nothing to do with it. But I tell everybody, stick your hand there and lift your arm up. Do you feel, you feel those it? muscles? Mm -hmm. So they're going to argue because their method doesn't show them that. Mm -hmm. But his arm is telling, telling him, him that. that. He just has to sit in his the own arm. arm. That's attached to him. But people don't <laughs> believe it because they don't have enough confidence to know that they know themselves. So this is all about we know more than we are letting us ourselves believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm setting proof of it. Absolutely. I know, I know what little strides I've made, and they're actually ginormous. Yeah. We, don't, we, need, we need to acknowledge that. Well... I think we were perfectly made, and we we've are, lost track and we're of that. so much more than we're taught to believe. We are. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you should never use the medicine because it works right. great with what you need. But I'm saying, what can you do first and work alongside the medicine? Right to make it better. Yeah, not one or the other. Yep. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Um, remind everybody how they can reach out to you. Uh, bodywithincommunity at gmail.com. Bodywithincommunity at gmail.com. So questions, comments, um, anything you'd like me to talk about? I think that's great. So yeah. make sure that you comment and send your thoughts and questions right to Miss Marie. And uh, maybe your question thought will be on the next show. See you next time. Have an absolutely great day. Thanks, Marie. All right.